0: Welcome to the Zanbergen Report, where wealth strategies and investment wisdom collide. Featuring your distinguished host and certified financial planner, Bart Zanbergen.
1: Hi, everybody. It's Letitia Burbaum. I also go by Tish, you might know me as. And today I am the guest host of the Zanbergen Report, and I'm so happy to be back in the studio. Thanks, Paul, for getting us started. Appreciate that.
2: Well, and uh, we have to point out that your hair is lighter today. Yeah. Everybody's noticing it. Everybody's talking about it here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> is,
2: it, yeah. is that coronavirus, has it lightened because of coronavirus, or is it just the whim of women?
1: Uh, I, I always look good,
2: Well, I, no, look I know, but sure wh- why is it suddenly lighter? Are you just glowing inside, or is it something because you're at home and you're fooling with it more, or what, 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 what do we explain this change for?
1: Uh, probably the coronavirus. I haven't been seeing my um, expert um, stylist as frequent. <laughs> so,
2: ah, I see. Out, <laughs> I thought this was a, that we think this is a good thing here? Okay, so alright. Yeah. So well, we're coming to you live from uh, the uh, new studio that we have just still in the process of rolling out the bugs here at UCI's new Applied Innovation Center uh, on the backside of campus in the UCI Research Park. We're proud to be premiering a new studio and you're one of the first to be uh, broadcasting, but we're still doing it via Zoom because everybody's all over the place and we're still chaotic over here.
1: Safety first, absolutely. Um, I want to introduce Nick onto on the show, and then we can continue our, our banter, and we'll, we'll chat about your, your new studio. I'm super excited yes, about it. Yes, exactly. I know we've been talking about it for a long time. Well, it and so feeds
2: into to- feeds into the show, because it's all about long-term planning. I've been planning this for a long time, and uh, you're going to talk about other sorts of long-term plans that I'm not thinking about here. I should be.
1: Well, you are absolutely correct. We are definitely talking about long-term planning and long-term care, and how it affects your portfolio, and again... We talk about all sorts of things on the show, but today I brought a guest on that is an industry expert and he has been um, really our go-to for research and our back office to be able to help us really make sure that our plan designs are on track and making sure that we're getting the best of the best. So I appreciate Nick. He's a lot of times the behind the scenes for what we do. So we really appreciate him a lot and welcome nick to our show and, and thank I, you thank and you for having me
2: i noticed that you avoided his uh name which is i'm part polish it has a certainly a polish flavor to it here and a few extra letters that probably shouldn't be there how do we say your last name nick
3: so it's nick bernatowicz and it is a wise decision by tish <laughs> many a times in my life
1: <laughs> i'm a fast learner
2: <laughs> my uh one of my uh, grandfather's was named uh, Bacheski which sounds simple but it has about four extra z's in there that don't belong here so Yes.
3: Oh my it's gosh. Very challenging.
2: So what are you going to challenge us to think about here today? What do you what's the name of the company and what do you want to talk about?
1: So I I want to of just start the start it off a little bit and mix um, with producers choice network and what they do is they assist us so really they do b- the behind the scenes the research for us and they're their experts behind the scenes but what we want to talk about is um you know when we have conversations with clients we're doing planning or we're just doing a check-in and seeing what's going on a lot of times when retirement comes up we talk about What does that look like as we're planning for retirement or pre-retirees and today, what they're looking for? Some of the concerns that come up is how are they able to make sure that they're not outliving their assets or using their assets wisely in retirement as we plan for that. And one of the major things that come up is, you know, what if I need long-term care and the cost of medical and what is, long-term care and how does that affect me personally so maybe nick you want to just jump in and tackle that
3: yeah of course and you know one of the the most shocking things everybody always worries about how do i build my nest egg how do i get it as large as i can get it and then how do i ensure that that nest egg is going to last for my entire life and my spouse's entire life right how am i going to make sure that's protected yeah. but then this this small little thing called long-term care that that no one wants to think of it's the red-headed stepchild that no one wants to think of they just sweep it under the rug it's never going to happen well right. in 2019 it was the first time that boomers when surveyed had more concern over what happens if i need long-term care over if i'm going to outlive my assets and why is that because they're planning for how they right. not outlive assets. They're talking to their advisors, they're doing this, but they're not planning for long-term care. And it's one of those things that it can cost you $0 in retirement, or it can cost you multi-million dollars in retirement. And the right. big million dollar question is, which one are you? Do you want to gamble on red or black, right? And so that's one of the major reasons is people have the concern, but they're not planning on it. Right.
2: I got. I got to ask a quick question here. Let's let's yeah, just set out the problem here. Explain what long term care is, and the misconception that I and so many people have that somehow, if I really get sick, if I have a stroke, if I really need assistance in long term care, somebody will pay for it. Medicare will pay
3: for it.
1: Oh, that's a great question because I hear that often.
3: It was awesome that because that was a perfect segue as to where we were probably going is. What is long-term care, right? Whereas I would argue 90% of people think long-term care is what? Nursing home, right? Right. Hospital style setting, old dying in the bed, can't do anything on your own. When the reality is less than 5% of long-term care ever starts in a nursing facility. Long-term care is received at home. And Mm -hmm. the actual practical definition of what is long-term care is when you can no longer live independently and you need Mm -hmm. some help. That's all it is, right? And what most people don't realize is that a lot of their either parents or grandparents, right, are probably long-term care recipients or could be long-term care recipients, but they just think, oh, that's just grandma getting old. She's just forgetting how to cook. She's forgetting where she put her keys, right? It's just yeah. those things where they don't really correlate the two because they think long-term care is nursing home. not right. long-term care is at home when you need some basic help.
1: I see a lot of clients jumping into it, most commonly, is maybe two days a week, half days, and then three days a week. So it's a progression of time, and that's where I've seen it the most frequently. Or someone gets hurt, and they fall, and or something, some accident. It doesn't have to be tragic, but some accident, and then all of a sudden, then they need to get some assistance to help them with basic things like maybe bathing or um getting food
2: simple stuff isn't there a um, I, I had to learn this when I'm an only child so I took care of my mother who had Parkinson's and then died a long slow horrible death I'm sorry to say my dad then who got who survived for a number of years and I helped take care of him until he passed away and then my mother's late sister who never got married I ended up inheriting that responsibility as well and so I went through this three times and I learned, isn't there like four or five things that they consider with basic health care? Can you feed yourself? Can you bathe yourself? Because I forgot the whole list of them, but there's like four or five of them that they think about. Can you go to the bathroom by yourself? You know, yeah. these simple Six things. Talk about Six those. Of
3: Activities of daily living. Yes, that's yes. it. Right. Um, yes. Eating, bathing, transferring, uh, using the toilet, consonants. So basic tasks, right? right. Basic, basic tasks. It's not, you You don't have to be old. I always tell people whenever I give the presentation, I could be a long-term care recipient. I'm in my late thirties. I got a six-year-old daughter, wife that works full time. I can drive out of here, get in a car accident and need assistance. And my wife isn't gonna be able to stop working. My daughter doesn't all of a sudden not need me to be around and I'm gonna need I, to bring in help. You don't yeah. have to be old dying in a bed. Just listen to the simple terms Long-term care. That's all it is. You need even care for an extended period of and time. And
2: the one that struck me that I never considered we went through this with my mother. My dad, bless his heart, took care of my mother. He loved her and did. He was her full-time caregiver till the day she died. But it got so bad at the end. She was. She couldn't move. She fell. She was frightened. She was. She was getting. Um, uh, what do they call it? Uh, uh, mentally. Not there. Uh, uh, dementia because of Parkinson's, all these other things. Right. And one day he called me up. He said, I can't handle this. My dad, who had, I never heard him cry in my life, big tough bomber pilot, started crying and yeah. said, I said, I don't know how. And I said, what's the problem, dad, this today? I can't pick her up and get her to the toilet. She right. can't go to the toilet. She can't get out of the wheelchair and onto the toilet. And I am no. And I thought, oh my God, it's come to that. That's yeah. that's what has finally made this whole thing crash. And when we had to start thinking about putting in her home, because she couldn't transfer from the wheelchair or the bed to the toilet.
1: Yeah, and, and
3: really, the, the the transferring and using the toilet. Those are two separate activities of daily living. Hmm. So so once you're on the toilet, everybody knows what to do, they, right? They can handle that right. part, but it's getting right. on and off. Right. And yeah. so really, the moment you cannot transfer, you're going to have a lot of issues with using the toilet, getting dressed, bathing, all these different things. That right. right. Transferring is a big one.
0: Yeah.
2: And, and that was one, nobody, we never thought about that. My dad didn't have a transfer plan in place. It never occurred to him. He needed help transferring or the help, helping my mother transfer. That was never even a subject that came up in my dad who planned for everything. Never thought of that one.
3: Yeah. You know, planning is, it, it's a major thing, right? And when it comes to long-term care, it only happens three ways. One, you have a major health issue, a, a yes. change in your health, heart attack, stroke, something like that. That's unexpected, right. right? Number two, you have an accident. Take my grandfather, for instance. He was 72 years old, successful, <laughs> retired businessman, did everything right through life, saved, had a nest egg, no debt. So his retirement dream, sell his business, buy an RV, travel the country, <laughs> right? Sounds Every, great. Sounds great. And he did it. But after one of his trips, age 72, he's out on a step stool cleaning his RV, just like normal people would be doing. He's still healthy and he falls and he breaks his hip, he breaks his shoulder and he breaks his jaw. At two years old, he has the surgery. He needs a walker to get around, understandably, right? Well, the walker wasn't enough. So they had to put him in a wheelchair, right? He had a hard time getting around. Grandma couldn't do anything, so they had to bring in a care provider to help get him around. He's 72 years old. He lives all all the way until he's 86 years old needing care. Every dime he had saved had to go to this because he didn't have a plan for long-term care, right? He had his retirement dream set up. He planned for everything right, but this one major risk. So by the time he passed away, reverse mortgage his home, Sold the RV, credit card debt through the roof. He had nothing left. So by the time he passed away, he left my dad and my aunt with nothing but debt and trying to pick up the pieces. It, it's it's a tragic story of you're you're very successful in in your working years, but you're not ready for the unexpected.
2: So let's talk about the other question there, the other ugly thing in the room. Why did the, why did he have to pay for it? Isn't that what we created Medicare? <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's, it's it's a tricky, tricky slope. So when it comes, we already said it, it happens three ways. Well, as a matter of fact, there's only three ways to pay for it. You have the government, right, and we'll get into that. You can self-fund it, which most people, that's their idea. They're going to pay out of their own income and assets and then some type of insurance. And when you look at government paying for it, Medicare, doesn't matter if you have the full coverage F right and you have a med sup plan med advantage you have the most robust thing you it doesn't cover long-term care at all the the, say
2: that again because that was the shock that came to us when we looked at my mother's situation later my aunt nobody they went you got a house don't you that's how you pay for it you sell the house you reverse mortgage it you do something I'm like, what? No, they, unless you are destitute, and I, th- I think it's like under $2,500 to your, and you can't just take all the assets and drain them suddenly. they. You, you, there's all these rules and conflict. Unless you literally have less than $2,500 to your name, you cannot get Medicare to pay for long-term health care. So like,
3: two. So your Medicare is your health insurance, right? right. Now, hospitals, Doctors' visits, rehabilitative care up to 100 days maximum. Right. That's Medicare, Medi-Cal or Medicaid. All other states, we're special in California. out right. here, Right. So right. Medi-Cal will cover long-term care, but as you said, you're allowed your house, your car, and about 2,000 bucks give or take. Right. You got to
2: be indigent, and you got to be really down and out. And then here's the other catch. So we said, that was my aunt's situation. She was really poor. I'm sorry I'm dominating this, but I've been through this several times. So my aunt, I said, okay, she qualifies. She can get the, she meets that thing. She doesn't have a house. She's got less than $2,500. Great. They said, go find a place that will take the state payment. There are none. They're out in Bakersfield or the middle of nowhere because the land and the stuff is too expensive. There was, she lived in Palm Springs. There was no, Place in the entire valley. Out of the millions of retirement options, not one of them—not the nurse, not the assisted living, uh, nursing homes, group homes—nobody would take Medi-Cal because it was too little.
3: And it's it's a it's a it's a sad thing because Medi-Cal shouldn't be a plan for anyone, or Medicaid shouldn't be a plan for anyone. It's really the the government's welfare and retirement. It's it's right. the people that have no other options that okay, at least you have state funded that will pick you up so you're not on the street in, in your last years. That's what it's for. The problem as you have found, there's facility care only, Limited beds that'll accept it, so people are scrambling to go to, like you said, middle of nowhere type facility. It's not the Ritz Carlton in Laguna Beach, or Mm -hmm. you know, that's not it. And and now you've got to
2: isolate them further. You got to send them three, four hours in the middle of nowhere that you can rarely see them because that's the only facility that can afford or will take that little bit of money to take care of your loved one or yourself. Well,
1: and let me just let me just tell you on a cost factor, like. Home health care, if you're having home health care nationwide, it's around $4,300 a year. If you're in, in LA,
2: $4,300 a year or a month? month? A, a, month, month. month. a month, yeah. I right.
1: apologize. A month. And then uh, for LA, it's over $5,000 a month. And that's just a basic place i mean i've seen clients that pay upward of ten thousand dollars a month yes here in orange especially County. if you
2: have anything uh, you got alzheimer's you got parkinson's you got anything else on there so my aunt who did who her total income was twenty five hundred dollars a month for her little pension from working as a secretary for a million years thank god she had that little bit of uh medicare uh, i mean the little bit of uh social security she got twenty five hundred dollars total and we went in and we said, okay, she qualifies for Medi-Cal, can't find one anywhere in the Valley or in, in, or in Orange County, got to go Bakersfield or someplace beyond. Nobody wants to do that. So I walked into all these facilities and I said, so what's your cheapest option? Five grand a month. She doesn't have five grand a month. Sorry, you pay for it. I pay for it. It's my aunt. I don't have another two or three grand to pay for her. It's all out of pocket. Nobody's prepared for this.
3: Yeah, and that's... As Tish was, tu- uh, you know, touching on there, the average cost people people don't quite really understand what it is, right? You're you're Orange County or even the national average, uh, you're looking at four to five thousand dollars a month is what the average cost is today, right? In home
1: health care, that's not a nursing home. That's no, right.
2: that's that's the basic, that's the starter plan here, and you got to pay for it out of your pocket. You got five grand a month, and this yeah. and and in the old days, as my dad pointed out. People used to die after a year or two under this stuff. Now they live, like you said, your grandfather, 10 years. They're going to suck through everything they got.
3: Yep. The average need of care for a household for, for a couple is six years. Um, and, and one of the biggest risks is Alzheimer's dementia, as we yeah. already mentioned. Um, one in three seniors dies with Alzheimer's and dementia today. It's the sixth leading cause of death in the country. It kills more than breast cancer and prostate cancer combined. <gasps> Alzheimer's. So it's a major, major issue, and and people need an average of eight plus years of care with those. So you can plant. And the, the
2: most average. expensive care now—you're into the okay. ten grand a month, yeah.
1: Ten grand a month at eight years. Yep. You are going to come. Whatever savings you have, you've worked so hard for. You completely deplete. And by the way, I want to tell you, I have seen it firsthand, just what you're saying, Paul, just what you're saying, Nick, but watching clients with money and they're trying to be frugal, the people that maybe like, that needed it and didn't plan or thought maybe they would just, like you said, have Medicare pay for it, they are depleting their assets so fast and there's ways that we can prepare for it and there's ways that we can plan ahead of time. It doesn't have to be a whole lot of money. There's things you can plan accordingly, like just getting, like how you, get, you pay for auto insurance So you don't get in a car accident. You don't pay hundreds of thousands of dollars of emergency expenses in emergency rooms to get things fixed. You pay for insurance to take care of it. And that offsets some of the expense and it reduces your exposure overall to the risk of all this big problem.
2: So talk about some of the options that are out there because I really i have been through it three times and I still don't have a plan. I'm still like pretending it's never going to happen to me.
3: Yeah. You know the, the clients that are in the biggest risk of all of this are not your clients that have 500,000 in retirement savings. That's not it because they'll spend down their assets and go on, go on. medical, right? Yeah. It's your clients that are 500,000 to 2 million. That's your biggest risk because they're they don't have enough to cover the catastrophic risk, right? And they don't have little enough to get on to state funded.
2: Exactly. Care
3: right so they're 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 truly at that risk and so their options come down to we already said you can sell fund you can pay out of your own income and it is your own income it's not your assets i don't care if you have a 20 million dollar real estate portfolio if it's not generating cash flow to stroke the check to pay for the care it means nothing right Right. it is truly an income reposition that needs to happen at a rate of about sixty thousand dollars a year on average Right? right, upwards of 120,000 a year. So it's all about income. So where are we going to get this excess income on top of your already, you know, expenses? It doesn't replace it. It's on top of. And so when it comes down to insurance, as you were touching on, Tish, it is, it's all about leveraging dollars. Right. Right. We, I would argue, any client that can afford health insurance today should have long-term care insurance. Because our health insurance today is pretty much catastrophic insurance anyways. Our deductibles right. are through the roof. Right. They're yeah. there just in case. I would say your clients that are $5 million net worth, they can cover their health insurance, but they have it. Right. You know, for the what-if scenario. It's no different with long-term care. Just extended health care and retirement, that's all it is. And so you have your insurance is just a leveraging of dollars, taking you know, either monthly premiums to leverage up to $10, 20 $30 worth of tax-free benefits. We call it OPM, other people's money to pay for your care, right? It's, it's always good to have other people pay for you. That's always nice.
2: Tish um, says she's going to pay for me. I thought that was nice of her hair. But, um, We're
1: working on it. We're working on it. Though.
2: No, but seriously, so again, there is there are plans. So here's my question as we come down the last 5, 10 minutes or so i'm 64 going on 65 i've seen three people ruin you know difficult dealing with this because they didn't have any of this planned out never thought of this right yet i have no plan i have no i haven't done anything about it i just uh, put it off why are we putting it off and why is nobody talking about it like you guys are i get being bombarded right now because i'm going to turn 65 in uh in january Companies sending me, okay, here's your Medicare plan. Choose us, choose us. Nobody's all. Nobody's sending me things saying, oh, and here's think about long term health care. I never get pitched. I never get approached. I never talk about it. None of my friends have it. I don't. Never heard anything about it. Why is it the big unknown?
1: Well, I don't think it's sexy. I don't think I think people are afraid of it. To be honest, and it's expensive, but they don't understand the value of it. Or. It's, it's really evolved over the years as well, and Nick, you can jump in as well, but there's different, I don't want to go into specific products. No, like but any,
2: right, but, but just in general, know, why is it such a forbidden people, topic? Yeah,
1: yeah, and, and right. I think back in the day, it used to be um, a cost. I think of it like auto insurance, and it used to have, you pay in, and if you use it, you, you use it, or you lose it kind of aspect. So I think right. a lot of times people were saying, hey, well, I never got in a car accident right i never had long-term care and i spent all that money all those years and i never got anything out of it well now it's not like that anymore but people have this mindset that they're going to spend money and not get anything in return and and it's not like that and so there's a lot of options out there to diversify what you're doing in your portfolio To are
2: they all insurance products though do you buy it like from an insurance agent or not all no no
3: one of the biggest things that so I'll go back to your question, not to, to cut through yours, Tish, but to go back to, to Paul, why aren't people talking about it? Number one is because right. most people think of long-term care as a nursing home. So yeah. you, you're still healthy. You're still in your go-go years of retirement right. or not even retired yet, right? Yeah. And and so you can't see yeah. yourself 20 years down the road in a nursing home. You, it's right. just so far down removed. You're like, this, I don't need to plan. I can put it off, right? Yeah. Or the other one is, it's never going to happen to me. I'm the 30% because the reality is 70% of people over age 65 are going to need long-term care, but yet us stubborn, mule men yes. say, ah, not me. I'm the Tough 30%. Me. I'm the hunter gatherer. I'm Tough, taking care yes. of my family. Right. Right. Whereas women see it as they're like, no, I see the risk. I understand it. They want to put it in. Right. Yes. So it's this, this kind of misconception of what is long-term care and really the the likelihood of it happening that causes people not to move
2: and can i ask you another tough question i'm sorry to cut you off as we're trying to get so much packed into this you should come back and do more of this because this really is an important topic i've heard and maybe this is a myth that a lot of it's like earthquake insurance too expensive too difficult to figure out because longevity is going up the actuarial tables are off the charts and companies are just saying. Ain't gonna touch it, ain't gonna do it, so it is not an easily found product. Is that true?
3: So for take insurance out of it. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Having a long term care plan doesn't always include insurance. Okay. It right. could be a reverse mortgage. It could be liquidating X asset, right? And that's where Bart and, and Letitia do a great job of handling that part, right? I would argue
1: a reverse mortgage, by the way. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: I would mm-hmm. argue that every portfolio of any size, 20 million any portfolio of any size would be maximized by having an insurance solution in to to mitigate the risk. And that insurance solution, there is hundreds of products out there. And the ones you're referencing, Paul, are of 20 years ago, insurance companies made mistakes when releasing products to the masses. Mm -hmm. They priced them wrong and they 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 really screwed up right. and they're they trying burned. to recoup costs by raising premiums, jumping out of the industry. They made mistakes. Any company that's in business today are not making that. We're in a historically low interest rate environment. They will be out of business if they misprice these all It's not happening. They 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 have correctly priced them. So insurance is viable today. And I always say, you know, it's too expensive as relative to what you know (laughs) i want to buy a bmw but maybe i can't afford a bmw but i can i can afford the ford or i can afford the kia does that mean i shouldn't buy a car because i can't buy the bmw no right i i should have the plan and it's still that's that's how it is.
2: And are these all inclusive, okay. or are these just mitigating? You keep talking. Should we should we looking at this as a supplement to take care of some of it, and then you, if you if you get in this trouble, you find other ways to pay the rest of it. It, it maybe you're generating three thousand a month of what might turn out to be six thousand a month in your need or more. Or are, should we be looking at no? I'm all in. I'm trying to come up with something that's going to come up with the worst. Ten grand a month or more. Should I need it? what do you think of
3: yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I have a great I have a great saying to this Go right ahead. Ahead. so so social security is an insurance product mm-hmm. it, it's a guaranteed income stream annuity right, right. now yeah. social security rarely covers everyone's expenses
2: mm-hmm.
3: right but I don't see very many people sending back the checks I don't, <laughs> yeah, want don't that need social Security. Yeah. I don't need that yeah. that doesn't cover all my expenses no thank you It's the same thing with this. You want it to supplement and be a nice portion to cover. It's just a guaranteed stream of income to pay for long-term care. Whatever that amount may be, if it's 1,000 a month of coverage, if it's 5,000, whatever it is, it's gonna be received nice as other people's money paying for that care.
1: Right. And when we do we do financial planning for people and we do a holistic plan, we look at all aspects of their life. So not only do we look at, you know, their income and their revenue and their expenses, we also look at projections going forward that could actually change their portfolio. And and we, we plan it in and saying, Okay, in this scenario and if you're gonna live in, in Orange County and live in a home and we plug it in for three years or for five years for you and your spouse. And then we, we, we We come up with solutions for people based on their need. And at the end of the day, Paul, to answer your question is it all depends on what's the right situation for that person. So everything is very unique, very customized, but it's something people should at least have a conversation about. Absolutely. not saying anyone has to do it. Everyone has choices. It's just something to think about.
2: Absolutely. And we're not thinking about it because we don't want to think about it. Ain't gonna happen to me. It's nursing homes. Ain't gonna go there. Even if I get sick, just shoot me, pull the plug. Uh, you know, all these crazy notions we have. Uh, let me give you one more quick story and then we'll wrap this up. So my father, who was the biggest planner I've ever met in my life, had every contingency covered, was always, Tish would have loved him. He had all this stuff figured out here. <laughs> That's why I have none of it figured. I'm a free spirit here. You know, I'm the opposite of my father. Um, uh, he He's used to trying. he used to ask he used to, we used to bring it up once in a while late in life. He died in his uh, mid early nineties, and he would say, "I wonder what's going to take me." I said, "Dad, we're not going to have this discussion. Well, I know it's it can't." And my dad went through all he went through the depression, in World War II, and got shot at, and shot down. He uh, had a um, a stroke, went through um, that with fine. He had open heart surgery, no problem. You know, he had leukemia. He, he Nothing. This guy was bulletproof. What is going to take this guy? You know what killed my father? He fell and hit his head, pulling a loaf of bread out of the refrigerator. It stuck, and he yanked on it and fell backwards and suddenly got uh, in a contusion that swelled and pressed on his brain. That's what killed him, a fall. Wow. That was not one he had come saw coming. That was not one he was prepared for. And it took about six months for this whole thing to happen. It could have he was in and out of a coma and everything. It could've gone on for six wow. years. A fall is what killed my father, not Right. Getting shot at in World War two
3: yeah. yeah, and and if what you what you see from all the stories, right i I, I give long term care presentations over hundred and fifty times a year. I, I this is what I talk about. And what you see over and over and over is if you don't have a written plan in place, and the written plan, as we said, could be a lot of things. It doesn't have to be an insurance policy. It could be a lot of things, but it needs to be a written plan formulated on where I'm going to receive care. How I'm going to receive care, right? Where are the funds going to come from? That written plan is the key to retirement success because without that, you're crisis planning at that time with the fall, with these things. Your right. Crisis planning. A yeah. long-term care plan cannot be, as you alluded to just earlier, Paul. Go to the safe, pull the gun, and end it. Yeah. Because the right. reality is, you're going right. to go to the safe and not know the code to open it to get the gun to end it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Right. So that's the reality of what long-term care is. So you cannot crisis plan. you got to pre-plan, and that's the key.
2: Amen.
1: And I, and I want to just also, one last note, because this is a heavy conversation. Very heavy. I don't want to freak people out. Yeah. I just want them to know that if you guys have questions, come to me, go to Bart, email us, chat with us. If you just don't know, you're like, hey, you know, I didn't even think about that. Let's chat. I'm happy to have a conversation and it's just hey, let's just figure out what things look like right now for you guys just to make sure you're in good order or if it's not you like you know what, my mom and dad need to do something, can you give them a call? Yeah, no problem. So, just letting you know we're always a resource for you and trying to bring sometimes difficult conversations to the table that you guys can have and share with other people or even if you're if you're afraid share this podcast with them yes. send them the podcast let them listen to it themselves and understand some of the concepts that we're talking about so you can find me at letitia at Inc.com. you can find um bart at bart zamber and Inc.com and we're also on all the social media so um, and our and our pod beam as well to find this podcast and and we thank you so much Paul for letting us go over a few minutes I appreciate well
2: it. and thanks for letting me pipe in because it's it's a sh- it's a topic it's near and dear to me and yet I'm the poster child for what's wrong having yeah. seen the shock on three people's face what it caught co- in my shock of what it was going to cost and nobody was going to pay for this and we didn't have any of this planned for her. three times <laughs> I went through this you'd think it's dark in. but. It's like, well, that was that was them. That's not me. I'm young and not going to happen to me, boy. And yeah,
3: never too late. Never too late. There's planning all the way through retirement at any age.
2: Love it. All right. I'd love to have you come back on and talk about some of the vehicles you've used, because there are a variety of ways to fund this thing and uh, and to plan for it. And I don't think anybody puts that into the plan uh we'll back. yeah i think you're i'd really like to know some of the vehicles because we'll i i thought a lot of them I'm, I'm out of date i thought a lot of them disappeared when they were priced wrong and then the companies yeah. ran out of money and horrible things happened right
1: it did a shift but it's back
2: okay good all right tell us again how to reach nick
1: um, Reach nick and i go to and i will and i will work with nick to get he get to you guys
2: Okay, so so,
3: basically, basically if you if you're talking with Tish and Bart, you're talking with me about long-term care. I'm just behind the scenes. I'm the guy pulling the strings. Love it. They're the face.
2: Okay, well, you come back and talk to me about it because I really should learn about this. I really should be. I'm I'm stupidly uh, got my head in the sand and I shouldn't be there.
0: (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, guys.
3: Perfect. Thank 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 you. you.
0: Tune in next week for the latest edition of the Zanbergen Report, Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Catch up on our recent shows by visiting Bartzanbergen.podbean.com. The Zanbergen Report is also available on iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Interested in being a featured guest on our show or have a question you'd like to hear us answer? Email podcast at BartZanbergen.com. Bart A. Zanbergen, CFP, and Letitia Burbaum, AIF are registered investment advisors with OptiVest, Inc., and registered representatives with Gramercy Securities, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advisory services are offered by OptiVest, Inc., under SEC registration.